Chapter 1 The town of Sweet Home, Florida, finally settled down after being rocked by the murder of Francine Dittelmeyer. Not that many people grieved the old girl, since she practically vilified almost all the town's residents in her weekly paper. However, the thought of a murderer running loose conking people over the head with cookware was certainly unsettling. Mike Barton took his son and moved to Miami, while his wife remained in jail in Orlando, awaiting trial. We finally settled into a groove two months after the murder that occurred in our shop, the Coffee Cabana, which I own along with my two aunts, Essie and Hildy. They are in their 60s, but as spry as spring chickens. I was 30 years younger, but I swear they could outrun me in a foot race. It was 10 a.m., and the morning rush had simmered down. I saw the familiar shark fin atop one of the many golf carts pull into a parking space in front of the coffee shop. Harvey Davis, one of our regulars, had arrived to get his usual coffee and a chocolate chip muffin that Essie would hold back for him, since most of the pastries she and Hildy would bring each morning would be gone by the time he arrived. We would need to hire another baker to keep the muffins fried pies, cream horns, and cupcakes in supply for afternoon stragglers. Harvey strode in, wearing his Tampa Buccaneer baseball hat. Good morning, ladies. I hope everyone is in a good humor today. Why? Essie asked. Am I not going to like the next thing out of your mouth? Now, my Aunt Essie can have a hard edge, mind you, but it's all a facade. At least, that's what I keep telling myself. Harvey has known her for 50 years, so her brash side had no effect on him. No, Harvey said innocently. But I did hear some gossip around our little community last evening. Harvey and my aunts lived in a senior-gated community just a few blocks away from downtown Sweet Home. Hence, all the decorated golf carts that populated the town's streets. The senior community was quite large, encompassing acres inside the town limits. They had their own post office, gym, golf course, and recreational buildings where the residents gathered for pitch-in suppers or to simply get together for gossip fests. My aunts and Harvey were known to partake in the festivities at the rec center. And they knew many of the people who inhabited Sinking Springs Village, as it was called. Since it was a slow time and no customers besides Harvey were in the shop, Essie and Hildy sat down at his table to be filled in on the latest happenings within the senior society. I stayed behind the counter, reading the manual of my new cappuccino maker, but eavesdropping all the same. My life was boring, so I had to live precariously through my elders. Harvey took a sip of his coffee and a bite of his muffin. My aunt stared at him impatiently. But Harvey was in no hurry, as he savored the taste of the chocolate chip muffin. I smiled as I watched Essie roll her eyes, waiting for Harvey to swallow. Hildy was more patient, wiping the table of crumbs with her damp wash rag. Harvey made the sin of taking another sip of coffee to wash down his muffin. Old man, if you take another bite of that muffin before telling us the scoop, you'll be wearing it as a tie. Harvey gulped hard. Land's sake, Essie, you are an impatient soul.
Essie waved her hand. Just get on with it, Harve. Well, Harvey began. Last evening, I was playing euchre with a few of the ladies at the rec room. Hmm, now that surprised me. Harvey and three women. Go on. They were saying that Mr. and Mrs. Jeffries had a shouting match the previous evening. It seems that Mrs. Jeffries believes Mr. Jeffries is having an affair. And she may be right. Essie waved her hand. That old coot? Who'd want to have an affair with him? My Aunt Essie had no barriers. Harvey raised his coffee cup to take another sip, but put it back down when he saw Essie's staunch stare.